0: Hello, everyone. I'm Amy. I'm going to be doing a reflection today. Before the pandemic, I used to listen to the news quite a bit. Not constantly, but I would listen to a couple daily podcasts, a few weekend review podcasts on the weekends. But over the past couple of years, I've stopped listening to the news almost entirely somewhere in the coverage of a losing battle to an epidemic for which we were not prepared and of an election for which supporters of both candidates predicted Armageddon if their candidate was defeated. As people were called terrorists for saying that for just saying that their own lives mattered and as men on Twitter yelled at me for suggesting that my own neighbors did not, did not deserve to have their peaceful protests met with tear gas. As I was met with the reality that I live in a state where the law says a 15-year-old black boy could be killed for failing to drop a gun when told to, but a 17-year-old white boy could carry a gun, kill three people, and walk free. I do still try to remain reasonably well informed about the world, um, but following the play-by-play coverage was just not good for me. The endless flow of crises was leading me to confusion and despair, rather than reflection and action. I think it's a bit ironic then, at first glance, that the traditional theme for this first Sunday of Advent is hope, and today's gospel includes Jesus telling people how terrible everything is about to become, and also that they should stay awake and pay attention. Because my instinct is that it's so much easier to have hope when I don't pay too much attention. When I hold fast to my faith that the reign of God is at hand, that the arc of the universe bends toward justice, that God, the God who made us still sees a creation that is good and worthy of saving and worth saving. Sorry. When I turn off the news, when, when I turn on the news, okay, sorry. When I turn off the news and maybe listen to lighthearted sci-fi and fantasy podcasts or sci-fi and fantasy novels while I'm doing my chores take care of my family's day-to-day crises and ignore that the world seems to be spinning out of control. But Jesus annoyingly on point as always responds to the strategy. When speaking of how we ought to live as we wait for God to act, Jesus says, beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life that the day might catch you, on, catch you by surprise. Um, that's from the NRSV, so it was a little different from what we read today, but same, you know, general, general thing. Now, I'm sure plenty of Christians have been more concerned about the warning against carousing and drunkenness, um, but becoming fatigued by the anxieties of daily life seems like a much bigger danger to me. Um, I would still argue that, um, Ignoring the world problems for a little while and doing the next necessary thing is a reasonable short-term strategy for dealing in times of crisis. But Jesus warns people against getting so caught up in their day-to-day worries that they miss the signs that God is coming. Jesus tells them that people will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming into the world, but also that they need to pay attention without falling into despair. This seems like a pretty tall order. I think the reading from Jeremiah can serve as a reminder that hope that God will act is actually most vital at times when we see no human way for things to change. Jeremiah speaks to an exiled people about a time when they will return home, when their city will be full of people and animals and sounds of rejoicing, when their people will be ruled by a righteous leader and there will be justice and peace in their land. The people are called to expect that outcome in a time in a time when God must have seemed absent, inactive, or uncaring about their suffering. Hope is, by nature, something that we have when we can't see how we're going to get from where we are to the place that we long for. I wonder if the need to pay attention, despite the temptation to despair, is related to the fact that we don't know what it's going to look like when God appears. Jesus speaks of the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory, which seems like it would be you know, pretty obvious. Um, but if we expect that God showing up will be clear, obvious and um, a complete all at once sort of event, it makes sense to keep our heads down, cope the best we can and wait for God to act, surely we'll notice. But I think Jesus is reminding his listeners, including us, that God's acting is not an all or nothing thing that we can just keep ourselves numb or distracted, just trying to get through the day. Assuming that we'll know when God shows up to fix everything. Paying attention is necessary, not just because God's coming might not look how we expect, but also because God is active in the meantime. And God is calling us to see where God is acting and participate in responding to the suffering of our neighbors. This hope to which we are called is an expectation that God is acting and will continue to act even when we feel like God is silent. We are called to an active hope that looks for signs of God with us and seeks to embody God's ju- the justice of God's kingdom even when it feels like violence, injustice, and sorrow will reign forever. And now I still absolutely advocate putting sensible limits on one's media consumption, um, not just for the sake of our mental health, um, but also because the media can slant, uh, the media's slant tends toward what is new and sensational. um, And that can keep us overwhelmed and distracted by the day's crisis, the very opposite of what Jesus is recommending. Um, I think this Advent season gives us the opportunity to cultivate new ways of paying attention to the world around us. We're challenged to look at the world with the expectation that in all circumstances, we can find God at work, and God's children joining in the work of making a safer and more just world. Um, this makes me think of the advice that Mr. Rogers gave to children who were scared by what they saw on the news. Um, he said, look for the helpers. You'll always find people who are helping. Um, and I think very, especially for those of us who are adults, um, we also have the opportunity to find out how we might support or work alongside those who are helping. Um, and with God's help, we can resist the temptation to despair and work toward a world where all might see reasons for hope.